Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To the DNVR Broncos podcast. I'm your host, Zach Steven, joined by my man, Henry Chisholm. And once again, John Elway, the GOAT, is back in retirement. Wow. Can you be back? Yeah, you can be back in retirement. Yeah. This is the second time that he has retired. And let's walk down memory lane with John Elway because it, it puts a smile on my face. I don't know about other people. It may not make them as happy, Mm -hmm. but I want to get into that conversation. First, I got to tell you about our presenting sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook to get $150 in bonus bets by placing a $5 bet on a fighter for UFC 287 this week, and that's code DNVR. But first, Henry, are you moved in? I am no longer homeless. Hey, there we go. It was another wild adventure. So I guess... I've talked to you about it. Yep. The listeners do not know. Things went to shit last night in a couple different ways, but we were able to move in this morning. Um, there's still like a, a bedroom doesn't have a door, for example. The closet <laughs> door has a hole in it. I'm headed to San Diego today. I was there told they're going to fix all that up. It's like there's no shower rod. There's like the <laughs> middle piece of like the toilet paper holder isn't there. Toilet wow. doesn't really flush either. Oh but, my gosh. Does anything work? The light, right? The lights I do. And you the carpet, carpet is still just a little bit damp oh from being gosh. clean. But no, it's it's all going well. And I should say, any uh, mice? No mice. No mice. No mice. I did see like the. I have like a little patio, and on the patio, the the like door, there is like a little bit of a crack at the bottom. <laughs> which normally, again, as me, I would say like I don't care at all. But then we hear something like there's mice. It's right. like I don't know if a mouse could fit through that, but like. Maybe a little spider could. Yeah, I've seen cats fit under some pretty cats small entryways. So I would imagine <laughs> mice could fit under some really small entryway. You should probably get that looked at. Yeah. And you say you're not homeless, but the thing you're describing, I'm not quite sure, Henry. <laughs> Is that a home? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, though. Is like, I was thinking the same thing. It's like if, if a cat had a hole proportionate to its size, 
Yeah. I think I'd bet on the cat. No, it it is not. But it's just so so small underneath it. <laughs> okay. But it's enough to really think about. And I'm not sure if a mouse can kind of like deflate, sort of like a cat does. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It, they they say for a cat, I don't know about a mouse, but as long as they can fit their head under it, yeah. they can like move their ribs to fit under it. That is not the case with me. <laughs> no, like it's always my middle that gets stuck when I try to fit through things. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's just you. I think that's like more humans in general. Th- that must be most of us. Yeah. There's probably a couple weirdos. There are probably some people that can contort themselves mm-hmm. very weird. I am going to give a shout out to the movers. <laughs> oh. Because they were awesome. Like, super awesome actually they i moved with them like a year ago too okay and they were also awesome but basically all my stuff was out at the like u-haul storage place on colorado take it all like load it all up pack it all up and drive it down to the the new place the kind of downtown and it took two hours less than two hours from like when we met up there to when they were done and it was like 350 bucks Dang. Isn't that a steal? That is. That like, is. I thought it was going to cost like twice that much. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that was awesome. But yeah, Perfect Moves LLC. His name is Phil. You can email him at perfectmovescolorado at gmail.com. Those guys are awesome. There also, big sports fans. Oh. Yeah. Because they're both like my age. Yep. Our age. Probably right in between us. Yeah. yeah. There Not you that go. it's a wide gap, but <laughs> yeah. If anybody's moving around Denver, they are awesome. So were you the celebrity? No. No. Is that when Just we first met dude. last year, they're like, oh, no way, that's sick. But then now it's like, yeah, how's it going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we know you. And look at that. You have a business card. I haven't seen one of those in a while. I know, right? <laughs> I know. I was, I, I, he gave it to me. I was like, damn, I really should get more of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have any of them. I know. It would be awesome. Should John Elway update his business card to wow. just say retired, Hall of Famer, Ring of Famer, GOAT, mm-hmm. Super Bowl champion times three? I just don't know that he's trying to give out his contact information <laughs> all that often at this point. I think he's probably trying to take it back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe he gives out fake ones. Ah, it's like, hey, yes. I just got a new number. Yes. Like, here yeah, you go. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Or he gets a new number and only hands out his old number. Yeah, that could be. That definitely could be. Because, Henry, yesterday we officially found out that John Elway is no longer employed by the Denver Broncos in any sort of role. And some people may be saying, wait. Hasn't he been out for two years now? Well, he's been on his way out for two years. When he stepped down, he became, he actually stepped up. It was an incredible job by John Elway to keep Uh his salary, actually get a title increase, have his priorities uh, or his responsibilities go down. So two years ago, uh, he and Joe Ellis decided that he was going to take a step up, become the president uh, of mm-hmm. football operations. That's when they brought in George Payton to be the general manager. John stayed in that role for a year where he had way fewer responsibilities, still mm-hmm. got a nice old paycheck. Then last year, he transitioned to a consultant role with the Broncos, so even less of responsibilities. But I got to give credit to John. He was at so many practices, especially yeah. in training camp. He he was there. It's honestly seemed like he was still the general manager in terms of his involvement at mm-hmm. practice. I, w- I was surprised. It didn't seem like that. Took a step back. But then after this season, he uh, his contract expired right before the mm-hmm. new league year as being a consultant. He met with, with owner Greg Penner and decided to amicably uh, part ways mm-hmm. with the team. What do you think that meeting was like? Do you think John wanted to stick around? Do you think it was more so, okay, I'm done, Greg? I mean, it's... All we can do is guess, first of all. Like yep, yep, This is yep, just yep. a straight-up guess. Yep. But I wouldn't be surprised if he's ready to just not have to do that sort of thing. Yep. Like 
he is 62. I mean, he's been focused on football for a very, very, very long time. Yeah. I think like he fit really well last year in particular, just like new ownership. You're yeah. kind of like the changing of the guard. He knows the last group. Well, he can kind of get the new group up to speed. He'd been the general manager, which I, I don't, I don't think he was probably working too closely with anything personnel wise. No, maybe at some point somebody was like, Hey John, what do you think? Yeah. But what, I don't, should we trade for Russell Wilson? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. So I think there was some stuff like that. And I also think he's still probably going to be around quite a bit. Because, I mean, he did not need to be there as much as he was. No. But you also see stuff like his daughter would be there, like grandkids would be there, and they'd just be hanging out on the sidelines. One of one of the grandkids almost tripped me once, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, wow. I don't know. Well, then like, a couple days later, I almost tripped John Elway. Wow. I was like, to I was, get back at him get, for his grandchild almost tripping no, you? I would never get back at him. <laughs> But like, so that tunnel they come out goes like that, and then yeah. there's like that wall. So I was kind of like leaned up against the wall. He's just like, Phew, just veers around the corner, and I'm kind of like leaned up, just about ran into me. You might be exaggerating on this story. I don't think John nowadays really veers quickly anymore. I don't know. I mean, you <laughs> see that guy coming. So, I mean, that's it's a big dude, some long legs. They move. That, that's true. The legs are long. They move slowly. Unless they're coming right at you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I still think we're going to see him around. Like, obviously, he's going to be welcome. Yeah. I, there's, who, maybe there's some bad blood. I would be shocked by that, though. Like, there's no reason to think so. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who there would even be bad blood with. Mm-hmm. And I'd have to go back to just former coaches that he fired. Yeah. Uh, the one that pops in my yeah. head is the the story <laughs> of maybe there is some fists thrown with <laughs> him and, uh, why can't I think of his name? Vance Joseph? Uh, no, no, no. Good, good. I think there's good stuff there. Uh, oh, good. Former defensive coordinator, um, Jack Del Rio. Oh. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, pretty much anyone else. I, I think there, there's there's totally good blood. And yeah. why would the owners not want to keep a good relation? I mean, it's exactly. John freaking up. He's the most important, most influential, greatest Bronco mm-hmm. of all time more than anyone else Uh, and and yeah it's not he's he's in his own tier and uh, everyone knows what he did as a player but Mm -hmm. henry i just kind of want to relive john elway as a general manager because especially covering the team since 2016 and have so many people just have a bad taste in their mouth what he did his first five Mm -hmm. years as a general manager is honestly historic I mean, it's never been done uh, in the Broncos organization. Few teams have had the success that John had in his Mm -hmm. five-year stretch ever in the NFL. Remember, he takes over in 2011, a year Mm -hmm. before the Broncos take Peyton or get Peyton Manning. He gets Von Miller with the number two overall pick. That was not a gimme. It seemed like Cam Newton was going to be the first overall pick, which he was. But then, was it Marcel Darius? Yep. And it was kind of like, do you take this guy? Do you take Von Miller? Without a doubt, he smashed that one out of the park with Von Miller. They go to the playoffs with Tim Tebow. He hires John Fox, Mm -hmm. who I think was a fantastic coaching hire to take the Broncos from Josh McDaniels, a total ruin, not just as a football team, but as an organization. He hires John Fox, picks Von Miller, takes Tim Tebow to the playoffs, then, of course, we know what happens the next yep. four years. They get Peyton Manning. On top of that, they get DeMarcus Ware, Akib Tlaib, uh, TJ Ward, Darian Stewart. They load DeMarcus Ware. They yep. load up on defense. They also get Wes Welker before that. Mm-hmm. They get Eric Decker. Uh, or no, they, they get Emmanuel Sanders to replace Eric Decker. In 2012 or in 2013, John Elway builds the greatest offense in NFL history. 
and then just two years later wins a Super Bowl with one of the greatest defenses ever. It's crazy. Again, like you mentioned it a little bit, but the Broncos were in a very dark place Yeah, when John Elway took yeah. over. Four straight seasons without a winning record. The last one, obviously, 4-12 and 12 gets you the number two pick. Yep. To get to 8-8 eight and eight that first year, and then Peyton comes in, it's 13 wins, 13 wins, 12 wins, 12 wins. Like, yeah. There's not much more you could ask for. No. And he... That stretch in particular, obviously, was incredible. Like, just bringing Peyton Manning to Denver, that alone puts him in the conversation for best general manager in Broncos history. Yeah. Like, yeah. regardless of what happens from there, it's like, yeah. you just got Peyton Manning yep. to Denver. And then on top of that, he goes and wins a Super Bowl, and they yep. show up to another Super Bowl and all that stuff. I, it, it's a shame that things turn downhill from there, but it happens. Yeah, like, it, it does. You take it. Just look at Bill Belichick. Mm -hmm. 20 years yep. as like the best coach in the NFL, becoming one of the best coaches in NFL history, if not the best coach in NFL history. And now what's happened the past three years when he hasn't had Tom Brady? He's been a 500 coach. Report came out earlier this week that uh, he may end his career, or it's more likely that he ends his career somewhere mm -hmm. else than in New England. Things aren't going well there. And just five years ago, that was inconceivable to think, like, Bill's going to be kicked out of New England at some point. So mm -hmm. typically every great story, whether it's a player, whether it's a coach, whether mm -hmm. it's an executive – doesn't have a storybook ending. That's what made John Elway's yeah. career so awesome. Yep. He retired on top, back-to-back -to -back Super Bowls. Uh, Peyton Manning retired on top, although he didn't have the greatest statistical year, still went out as a winner. And that's why I think right now people may be like, yeah, John, John was great. I think in 10 years, in 20 years, <laughs> even in five years, people are going to say John Elway was amazing he was the goat and obviously taking into his playing career but even mm -hmm. as an executive people are going to look back and really just view the the positives that five-year stretch and uh, I have one move that we haven't talked about that I think is probably the most underrated move that John did that people just don't talk about that much and that's hiring Gary Kubiak yeah. Hiring Gary Kubiak was an incredible hire because he moved on from John Fox. John Fox, all he did in yep. Denver was have a tremendous amount of success. Yep. The only thing John Fox didn't do is win a Super Bowl. He got the team to a Super Bowl. He had a really good defense for most of the time here. Uh, on offense, he was obviously able to uh, let Peyton Manning do his thing, and boy, did Peyton Manning do mm -hmm. his thing. They won playoff games. They did it all with John Fox outside of winning a Super Bowl. And so John Elway fired John Fox, moved on from John Fox, yeah. I should say. They, they parted ways. Amicably, I'm not sure about that, but they parted ways. <laughs> he had to go find someone that was going to be better than John Fox. Yeah. And he did. He went out and got Gary Kubiak. And Gary Kubiak had probably the most impressive coaching season that I have ever seen in any sport. Mm -hmm. Gary Kubiak, the way he managed Peyton Manning's injury, Peyton Manning's decline, Peyton Manning, remember, before the season even started, he said, Peyton, we're not running your offense. We're going to change to kind of a hybrid of my offense yep. and your offense. Just that in itself, to tell one of the greatest quarterbacks mm -hmm. of all time, no, we're not going to do it your way. We're going to kind of find a mixture and then have it him buy in and then have it work was incredible. But then what Gary did throughout that, that the, the back's end of that 
that stretch. Bringing Peyton Manning in midway through that San Diego Chargers game in Week 17, and then obviously what what they were able mm-hmm. to do in the playoffs. One of the best coaching performances that I've ever seen. And if they don't have Gary Kubiak, uh, I don't think that they win the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. And you forget about that because there's so many other pieces in there. You think yeah. like, oh, yeah, Kubiak was the coach. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But there really was a lot that he did. And if they hadn't gone and won a Super Bowl, people might really be questioning the things that he did. Yeah. Like, it's the fact that it worked that makes it so you can't argue with it. I mean, that 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 was one of Peyton Manning's worst seasons when he decided to switch the offenses. And maybe that's just Peyton declining. And if they had run yeah. his, his offense, it still wouldn't have worked out. But... He pressed all the buttons he needed to press, and they wound up winning that Super Bowl, which is crazy. I mean, again, like you just look at the success. Like he's he's uh, Elway's the GM for ten years. You've got f- five winning seasons. Okay, one eight and eight season, four losing seasons. Solid. Yeah. That's solid. Uh, it's uh, it's slightly better than average. Is it a winning record overall? I don't yeah, know if it's got to be. Numbers. It's got to be. Um, yeah, because they they were way easily, in those yeah. winning seasons. They were way more above five hundred than in their losing seasons below five hundred. Definitely. So then you throw in the fact that you make five playoff appearances in there, five straight division yep. championships. Yep. You you always get past the wild card round. I don't know that they ever had to play in it. Was twenty fourteen? Did they have a bye? Um. Yes, I believe they lost the first game they played in. Obviously, in 2012, they did as well, but they definitely yep. had a buy in 2012. Yep. And 2011, which I forgot about, right, they right, didn't right. have a buy, yeah. but they won. <laughs> Tim so, I mean, Tebow. not only are you consistently in the playoffs, yeah. you're making it through, I mean, the, the cut down from 12 playoff teams to eight playoff teams. Right. Which, again, so just another step up. The Super Bowl appearances. Again, there's 32 teams. How often should you win the Super Bowl? Once every 32 years. Right. He did it in 10 years. Yeah. Like all of all yep. of the numbers also point out like. It's really true. Ranging from better than average to holy shit, that guy was really good. Right. And I and I like that you included even the bad times to, to show that yeah. he overall still a good gentleman. Now, what they could have done, uh, I guess they, they couldn't have actually done this, but how you could view it is, okay, what if the Broncos, instead of five great years and five dismal years, what if you kind of mixed them in? Would you take that? I think then you'd be competitive yeah. so often that I think people it's easier to swallow. Or if the five years happened at the beginning, the bad five years, and then now we're sitting at the end of the five good years, people would say, "Well, of course we take that." It's yeah. just that we've been in the worst stretch right now. Yeah. Uh, so so it's 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 harder uh, to view. And uh, I mean, people would pe- people would try to discount what John did. Like, well, it, Peyton Manning was the one that was yep. able to bring in all of those free agents. Peyton Manning was obviously the one to orchestrate that office. Peyton Manning was really the the coach of the offense. It didn't matter what coaches were there. Peyton Manning does not come to Denver without mm-hmm. John Elway here. So if John Elway's not here, then they don't get Peyton Manning, then they don't get yep. everything else. So you had to have that starting piece of John yep. Elway in order to get Peyton Manning. Exactly. So if you want to say that Peyton Manning... Uh, brought all of those play- people in? Sure. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to argue that a Hall of Fame quarterback playing at his prime, the best quarterback in the NFL, mm-hmm. didn't influence a lot of those people. But if you don't have John Elway to bring Peyton in, none of those other pieces follow. Definitely. And there was a 90-70 and 70 record in the regular season. Wow. Yeah. That's even better than I would have thought. Exactly. Because, I mean, average a 9-7 and seven season then. Yeah, because I think after the Super Bowl, I mean, nine wins... Five wins, six wins, uh, seven wins, f- 
five wins. That was his stretch. So 32 wins over five years. That's uh, 6.4. 6.4 wins per year, which isn't good. No, But it feels not. so much worse. And yeah, when eight wins is average, that's yeah. 500. Yeah. You're not that far off. So the 12 and 4, 12 and 4, yep. 13 and <laughs> yeah. Those carry some weight. It, they they <laughs> definitely do. Uh, and we put out on over at DNVR underscore Broncos mm-hmm. on Twitter some of some of our favorite moments. And we got a lot of feedback. And there's just one that is just so fun from John Elway being a GM. <laughs> Let, let's play it. Johnny John John. <laughs> Johnny John John. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, that will live on forever. Mm-hmm. Of course, that was that was. I think that was before the Broncos played in Miami. It came out on a Saturday night from his <laughs> wife's Snapchat, Instagram, wow. something like that. And it was John just riding on a scooter down <laughs> in South Beach. Johnny John John, and we have uh, Johnny Venerable, who we've had on this show mm-hmm. before. His name's obviously Johnny. Yep. Anytime we see him, we just Johnny, Johnny John John. John. <laughs> oh, it's incredible. Uh, man, I just, uh, w- when I think of John O, especially because, again, it feels like he's been mm-hmm. uh, not with the Broncos for a couple of years now yeah. since he hasn't had a, had a big role. I've kind of already taken the step back and, and just seen the greatness yeah. um, that he was as a general manager for a couple of years now. So I, I don't have any ill will toward him and i know some people still do but mm-hmm. i think the further we get out the more people are going to view it kind of how, how we've talked through yep. today uh the really the the positives from him and man it just it, it puts a smile on my face not only because of what he was able to do as a gm uh and a player but how cool is it to have your greatest player in franchise history who put his body on the line at the you know the helicopter? He had nothing left in it in the tank, and he was still doing that the last couple of years uh, and fought through adversity. He could have mm-hmm. forced a trade in the Dan Reeves era, and instead he stuck with the Broncos. And then for him to come back and take the organization from being at the worst point that they had really ever been in franchise yeah. history and bring them back to a Super Bowl, bring them back uh, to, to, to not just relevance, but stardom and dominating mm-hmm. the national headlines. And during that that run with Peyton Manning, the Broncos were voted America's team over the Cowboys. Yeah. And it was just, it's so cool to have that pipeline here. And that's why a lot of people think, you know, oh, bring Peyton back. Well, the reason that people want that is because of what John Elway was able yep. to do, and it's just so cool to to have number seven be so close to the franchise for for a long time. And like you said, I think he's going to be connected forever. Definitely, I mean, definitely, he's going to be around a lot. And I think, yeah, that's that's one of the best parts of him officially retiring, <laughs> retiring and get, getting further into retirement. Yep, I yep, guess yep. is the just that there's no more. Is it time for the Broncos to move on from John Elway? Right. right like, right. how did John Elway do in this draft? Which right. I mean, that stuff has kind of been gone for a couple of years now. Yeah. But now that we can move away from the day to day, like grading Elway, yeah, he does kind of get to grow back into just being not even like a human, like just being like a myth. It's John Elway, the guy who won the Super Bowls, then came back and did all the things he did. Yeah. And people can have their critiques, but there's really no point in talking about him now. Yeah. Like, yeah. But where's that gonna what what does that help? Yep. So Henry, this one's for John. This one's for John. This one's for John. <laughs> this one's for John. <laughs> for Johnny John, John. <laughs> and man, I'm feeling great this morning. Henry's got uh, home. a home pretty much. Yep. Well, well, well the vibes <laughs> are great. 
And another reason why I'm feeling good, had some athletic greens this morning mm. to start my day. Took a scoop of athletic greens from my fridge, threw it in eight ounces of water, blended it up with that little frother thing. It was perfect, went down smoothly, and it got me all my vitamins and minerals that I need. 75 vitamins and minerals, probiotics, adaptogens, and whole food source superfoods to give you everything that you need Instead of taking 75 different pills, which Henry says he can do in a minute, I probably but could. he's a liar. You can do it in one sip. That's how good Athletic Greens is. It has over 7,000 five-star reviews online, meaning so many people like it, and it's cheaper than your cup of coffee a day. And if you go to athleticgreens.com slash Broncos, they're going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Those travel packs are so nice to have, so you want to get in on this deal while they're giving things away. So go to athleticgreens.com slash Broncos. And also go over and check out our friends at Pins and Aces. They've got a whole bunch of gear for golf season. Um, and it's it's some cool stuff. It's meant for uh, pretty yeah. hip people, if I do say so myself. <laughs> um, what is this one? This is a bunch of Yetis playing golf. This shirt has a bunch of sharks on it. Mm. Um, this one has like, oh, you know those uh, like Valentine's Day candies that have different little sayings yep, on it? Yep, yep. There's like a bunch oh, of those on there. I love it. Yeah, as like a pattern. Their shirts are so fun. I know. They're so cool. Paint splattered everywhere. It's like yellow with red paint, yep, white paint. Yep. There's so much stuff in there. And it's not just like crazy shirts either. Like they've got the driver covers. Like mm. this is this is just a Sasquatch that you put on there, just a Sasquatch. <laughs> um, oh, this is a Harley Quinn with also hair with ponytails wow. like hair that wow. so much cool stuff you wouldn't believe all the different things that they have in there it's true um but it's wild and it's awesome and uh there's a reason we like to support them so pins and aces it's the official golf apparel partner of all city and dnvr um so check out pinsandaces.com use the code dnvr to receive 50 percent and off 15. I didn't say that clearly. <laughs> Just want to be clear. 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. Henry, when the Broncos had John Elway and Peyton Manning, power rankings, it was like a disgrace if they weren't in the top yeah. three. It's like the Broncos better be one or two or we riot. Yeah. Things, things have changed. They have changed. A, a, a little bit. But with Sean Payton, Maybe he can take the team back there. And let's jump into this conversation about power rankings because, Henry, I think we all gave an offseason grade to the Broncos for hiring Sean Payton, for yep. the free agency, for everything. And I think we all gave him an A. I think you gave him an A+. Plus. Um, yeah. I mean, a great offseason. Great. And obviously, they, they're coming from a 5-12 and 12 season, so they had a yep. lot of room to grow, but a great offseason. I don't think mm -hmm. anyone would argue that. And so after getting Sean Payton, after getting a really good coaching staff, after spending $250 million in free agency, bringing in some absolute studs, how does the nation view the Broncos? Because we obviously have a very uh, close, localized view on the Broncos. Mm -hmm. How are they viewed nationally? So we're going to look at five different power rankings from across the nation. This was not cherry-picked at all. I kind of mm -hmm. tried to pick the the biggest ones, the the, the reputable ones. The big five, um, as some would say. Yeah, the, the big five, definitely yeah. a big four. Maybe a fifth <laughs> one kind of thrown <laughs> in here. You guys can be the judge of what's what. Maybe three big ones and uh, a couple other ones thrown in. Uh, but this was not cherry-picking at all. I didn't try to pick mm -hmm. the worst. I didn't try to pick the best. I just picked them. I looked at five, and I picked these five. Uh, so let's dive into these. But first, I want to ask you, where do you think 
the Broncos ranked the highest? Like uh, of these mm. five, where do you think the highest was and where do you think the lowest was? I in, think, in the comment section, let me know as well. I, so one's the best, 32 is the worst. I think it's a wide gap. Okay. Especially because, I mean, there's some of these guys, they're like the data, like, I want to be as accurate. A lot of people have opinions, and these yep. are based on their opinions. Yep, and, definitely. And uh, I think the Broncos are one of the most fun teams to have an opinion about mm. because, like, we saw Brandon Marshall say, oh, they got right. They're going to fix it all. They're going to do whatever. You also have the people who say, oh, they're terrible. Russ is cooked. Sean Payton can't be. And so I do think that there's going to be a wide gap. So I'll say yeah, they peak at, they peak at 10. Okay. I don't think I can put them in the single digits. Fair. And then I guess I have seen one headline, so I'll say the bottom is 30. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yep. very, very, very fair. I think normally I'd say like the bottom is like 27. Okay. But I have a feeling. Just outside the top five. Um, you're right on one of those. Yeah. It is, is what I'll say. And let's look at these and let's start off. We, we've got a graphic to kind of show you where we're going. And Kale, let's pull that first one up here. ESPN. Has the Broncos ranked 23rd. So they have them just outside the top, the bottom 10? I think. Just inside the bottom just 10. Just inside. They'll be 23 through 32. Yep. Okay, yep, yep, yep. You're right. So a bottom 10 team. Uh, they're definitely in the bottom third. I, yep. I know that. And yes, a bottom 10 team on the surface. How do you feel about that? I mean, I can't blame them, right? Okay. I mean, what? They would have had the number five pick this year. So they were the fifth worst. Well, that's a good point. So, yeah. So improvement. They're improvement. saying that their offseason was worth five spots. Yeah. They they should have. Okay. That would suggest they should be 28th. A great offseason gets them up to 23rd. I would go higher. And I think they had some bad breaks last year. But that's true. I can't. I mean, I can't be outraged. The way you described that, though, made me feel like this might be a little more fair than I thought. Because you think bottom mm. 10, you think about eight and a half wins that Vegas is saying they might have yep. a winning record yet. You're saying bottom 10. Well, I think you put it in a, in a good, uh, mm -hmm. a good light. So here's what ESPN says about it. So they're way too early ranking, meaning right yep. after the season, they had the Broncos ranked 27th. So pretty much there that 28th, go. they rose four spots according to ESPN. Um, and it's interesting. They decided to go with these power rankings with the top under the radar move. And Jeff Legwald of ESPN said signing cornerback and returner Traymond Smith. And then, the whole explanation for the Broncos ranking 23rd is about Traymond Smith. So I don't think that's very <laughs> applicable here. I don't think Traymond Smith signing helps or hurts in these rankings. Yep. So we'll just leave ESPN with that one right there. 23rd, bottom 10 is the yep. best of the bottom 10, not a playoff team, according to these power rankings right now. Let's pull up the next one, the next big five. We've got PFF rankings. And if I can see this correctly... 28th so pff is saying mm. the broncos haven't improved at all from last year and henry you kind of pointed to maybe, maybe there's going to be some data-driven ones i think this is probably the most data-driven one out there yeah you would think um i will say that one's too low i mean <sighs> that's 28 i mean that's that's exactly what they were last year and i think that a lot of things went wrong i mean injuries alone I, don't know, I guess you can't say they're going to get better because they've been so bad for so long, but you don't think that they're improving versus the rest of the league at all. That I, I just can't agree with that. And I, I'm right there with you. I, saying that the Broncos have not gained at all, yep. when you just look at coaching, the Broncos went, Nathaniel Hackett, great guy, in so many different respects. So yep. many things were off last year. 
now you legitimately get a potential Hall of Fame coach, mm-hmm. not just as a head coach, but an offensive mind. He's one of the best, if not the best, in the game right now. How is that not at least one spot improved? Then you improve your offensive line. You plug some holes where you lost some people. You lost Draymond Jones, but you plugged it right away with Zach Allen. You get better on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm with you. The Broncos did get better, even if it's just by a cut. If you want to be very pessimistic about everything, you'd say they got better by only a couple of spots. Maybe even that ESPN one is the most yeah. is the most realistic one that I can get behind saying in a pessimistic way. Like, okay, maybe it, it was good, but it wasn't great. But they rose. Now they're now they're top of the bottom, top of the bottom ten. Yeah. But to say they haven't got better at all, and so here's their justification: they give their biggest loss and their biggest gain. And oh, Draymond. These kind of blow my mind. So you would have guessed Draymond? By a mile. I would have guessed Draymond by a mile. Do they say Cam? No. Nope. Uh, keep going. <laughs> would it be Reisner? No, nope. keep going. Would it be, I mean, whole, Kareem? Nope. Would it be... This player has signed Mel- somewhere else. Okay. He has signed somewhere else. They didn't lose any receivers. He's tight with Dan ends. Campbell now. Who went to Detroit? Yep, yep, yep. Oh, Graham. Yeah. Graham Glasgow. <laughs> yes. Wow. So that kind of head scratching. I'm happy that you weren't able to get it right away because for me yeah. it was head scratching as well. Biggest gain. This one as well. Think head scratching. Tremont Smith. <laughs> <laughs> that would be something else. That would be. Uh, I mean, not uh, Tremont Smith. Little bigger of a name. Stidham. There you go. No way. Jared Stidham oh my is their biggest gain, according oh. to PFF. So uh, we can laugh at this, and maybe yeah. that means we can laugh at them being ranked 28th mm-hmm. as well. Here's their justification. The signing of guard Ben Powers increases the offensive line's pass-blocking talent level by a large margin, and the addition of tackle Mike McGlinchey will make an immediate impact in the running game. The Broncos' defense replaced Draymond Jones with Zach Allen at a cheaper rate. Allen hasn't played a full season but has performed at a high level. It sounds like the Broncos improved there. Yeah. By their description. Unless you think Graham Glasgow was a big <laughs> loss in the biggest game. Yeah. I mean, again, pro football folk, this one I say very, very much one of the opinions. They want to, they have their takes about, oh, they're going to get Jarrett Stidham and that's going to be a big impact this year. No. Shut up with that. Shut up with that. That's not smart. Yeah, you heard him. Shut up. Shut up. Straight from Shut Henry. Up. Shut up, pro football focus. Yes. Um, that one is just, we'll laugh. We'll, yeah. we'll laugh at that. Unless more of them kind of agree with pro football focus, that then would we be might crazy. have to start crying. But regardless, you're going to want a Breck beer to True. listen to the rest of this because it's either going to be great and you're celebrating or it's mm-hmm. going to be sad and you're going to want to cry Breck beer is there for you. And if you want to make sure to get yourself some Breck beer, come by the DNVR bar where we've got so many Breck beers on tap or go to Breck Brew, breckbrew.com. At the top of the screen, you're going to find a beer locator. You click on that and you're going to get the where you can find any type of Breck brew. It's going to tell you exactly what beer you can find, whether you're in Denver, Colorado, or anywhere in the country. There's probably a Breckenridge beer close to you. So make sure to check them out. Breck Brew, the official beer of DNVR. And if you want to come bowling with us, uh, sign up with Volo Sports. Yep. We have joined the Monday Night Bowling League in Cherry Creek. They You have to specify the Cherry Creek because they also have leagues in Lodo and Rhino and Uptown and City yeah, Park and Sloan's Lake over. and Inglewood and Arvada and all over the place. Um, and it's not just bowling either. They have a whole bunch of different sports. 
um, including like kickball and soccer and cornhole and bocce and basketball and pickleball, mini golf. That would be a fun one. A mini golf league would be would a be. lot of fun. Would that be. that might be the one I push for next. Um, Are you good softball. at mini golf? Is that why you're posting for it? Yeah, I played a couple rounds this weekend. Oh. Uh, yeah, we played two rounds. Nobody was within uh, ten shots of me. So. Oh, big yeah. time! Yeah, that uh, adventure sports I think is what it's called up in Westminster. Oh, yep, yep, yep. big, right? It's so big. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I gotta go back there and. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty hot right now. Uh, but yeah, they have all these different leagues. And if you want to sign up, uh, make sure, first of all, that you do it before April 13th because that's when their registration for spring leagues closes. And uh, you can save $10 if you use the code DMVR10. They also have a Kids Play Free that's uh, called the Volo Kids Foundation. It's a separate 501c3. They provide free sports camps to kids in each of these cities. So if you have kids who like to have fun and you don't want to pay money, Sounds like most parents <laughs> yeah. definitely check that out. Uh, so check them out. And also hit us with a thumbs up when you're here. We'd really appreciate it. Helps us a lot, especially in this off season. Hit us with a thumbs up on YouTube. Hit us with a five-star review wherever you listen to your uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. And we've got an awesome comment section. If everyone tuned in live or even not live, we get most of our views from not live listeners. Mm-hmm. Hitting that thumbs up really, really helps us. Even though you probably don't like these power rankings, I hope you like us. So yeah. the thumbs up doesn't support these trash power rankings. No, it does not. It just supports us. And Henry, tell me if NFL.com's power rankings is trash or not. They've got the Broncos at 25th. So kind of meeting right wow. in the middle of these two. Underwhelming, I would say, so far. And they did a power rankings after the season as well, before mm-hmm. the offseason. They had the Broncos at what spot? 26? Nope. 27? Nope. 25? No. 28? Yes. That's, the, 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 that's the Henry 28 right there. It is there. the 28. Um, so they agreed with you. After the season, they kind of said, well, where are the Broncos? Oh, they're the fifth worst team. We're just going to put them at fifth worst. So they give the Broncos some credit, three spots yeah. up for what they've done this offseason. And this might be the most, the the description of why they're 25th that I can get behind the most so far. So let me read it. They say the Broncos offense was undeniably broken last season. The team began free agency by addressing one of the unit's glaring deficiencies, signing former 49ers offensive tackle Mike McGlinchey and ex-Ravens guard Ben Powers to big contracts. The hope is that better protection will lead to better play by Russell Wilson, who is entering his sophomore season in Denver Denver after uh, a terrible year one. Wilson should start off as the unquestioned starter, but... New backup Jarrett Stidham, an intriguing free agent pickup by Sean mm-hmm. Payton, will be waiting if Wilson's magic appears lost for good. The big question, how long is Wilson's leash in 2023? So why I think this makes sense is they're saying Broncos did some good things, but it all rests on Russell Wilson. And clearly they're not buying that Sean Payton's going to absolutely turn Russell Wilson around. And I think it's fair. Yep. If Russ is bad and they're turning to Jared Stidham like they're kind of previewing here, the Broncos, in my opinion, definitely a bottom 10 team. It's not crazy to put them at 20, 25th. Yeah, definitely. Um, who's who's in front of the Broncos on that one? Do you have it pulled up? I do. Right in front of the Broncos, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with who's mm-hmm. their quarterback? And that's the thing. And that's why, like, I don't know. If having a couple of these say, like, yeah, they're 25, 28, and a couple saying, like, yeah, they're like 15, like, I right, could understand right, that. Right, right, right we don't know for sure that Tampa Bay is like a consensus team that's better on all of these power rankings. But, I mean, it's a pretty good example of the type of team that would have to be in front of them if they are ranked 25th or 28th or whatever. So, 
that's where they lose me is yeah. you just can't convince me that some of these bad that there aren't at least five to ten teams that everybody should look at and say they're worse than the Broncos. Yeah. Like the Raiders. Yeah. The Raiders on every one of these should be worse than the Broncos. Raiders on this one, 23rd. <laughs> Which is just nonsense. Like, I, it doesn't make any sense. The uh, Los Angeles Rams with, I think they've got rid of their entire roster outside yep. of Aaron Donald and Matthew Stafford may not be healthy. Yep. Who knows? They're 20th. Yeah. And see, that's where, I don't know. It, like Jordan I, Love and the Green Bay Packers, they're 19th. Like the, that's one that I could totally get behind being the same as the Broncos, but I would guess that unanimously they're in front of them just because the Broncos are so low on all of these. Cause the yeah. thing about the Packers is like, they have a really good roster. They've got a lot of talent in a lot of places, maybe lacking some weapons on offense. Sound familiar at all. And guess what? Their quarterback is a massive question mark. And that's kind of what it comes down to is you want to bet on Jordan love or Russ and every single one of these things likely saying they're taking Jordan Love is just crazy to me. Yeah, I uh, I totally agree. It, it is wild. But at least this one has justification of yeah. they're saying we don't believe in Russell Wilson yet, yeah. which is which is fair. I, yeah. I get uh, anyone, but especially a national outlet, saying we're not sold on Russell Wilson mm -hmm. being able to turn it around. I get it. But I also, I think you nailed it. You said if, if a lot of people were having him here, but then some of them were also having him 15th, 14th, yep. because they did trust Sean Payton, yep. then I would get it. And, and so there's that big range there. The range that you put out, 10 to 30th. They haven't hit that 10. Mm -hmm. They also haven't hit the 30th. And there's two more. Let's see if they do for the win, which is usatoday.com's. They've got the Broncos at number 20. We've hit a new wow. all-time high here for the Broncos. Number 20, and after the Super Bowl, their ranking for the Broncos was 29. So fourth worst team in the NFL. They've had him jump nine spots this offseason. So, so far for the win has been high, the highest on the Broncos offseason of anyone Really, almost jumping 10 spots, that's huge. They're really giving a lot of credit for the Broncos, and this is what they say about him. They say, Sean Payton knew how to handle late-stage Drew Brees and keep the Saints winning despite a star quarterback's degrading abilities. Now, he has to do the same in Denver, where Russell Wilson's debut played out like a biblical allegory about not letting Moses' people go. That one goes okay. over my head, that's sure. for sure. Yep. The defense should be fine, and a run-heavy, short-pass offense could be the key to floating back up the AFC West standings. Yeah, I mean, this is this is pretty close to where I'd put them. I'd say 20... Without looking at the rest of the teams, I'd say yeah. like 18. Okay. Give me 18, give me 19. Like, and, and that's on, all fair. And on this rankings, they have the Patriots at 19, one above. And they have the Green Bay Packers at 18. Your Green Bay Packers, the Steelers at 17, and just one more spot ahead. The Commanders at 16. Commanders just have a good roster. Who knows what they're going to do at quarterback? Yep. But that's true. They got a good defensive line. They got good yep. offensive line. Good Terry McLaurin positions. gets forgot yep. about because yep. he's in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't think, I think. Each team would make an argument to kind of be in those four mm -hmm. spots. Definitely. What concerns me about this one, this is the highest one we've seen so far, and the Broncos are 20th. And yep. they're kind of by their backing, they're kind of believing that Sean Payton can, can turn Russell Wilson around. Yeah. They compared him to Drew Brees, said he was able to do good things with Drew. He's going to be able to do good things with Russ, or that he thinks they're going to be able to. 
and they're only 20th. Now, they're not sold that Russell Wilson's going to turn around, but just with the way they say it, if Sean Payton does good things with Russ and they're only 20th, that's concerning to me. That would be very concerning. If if Russ is good and they only... Like, I don't think that's possible. Yeah. Like, Russ held them back. Right. Russ was the problem. Right. Now, was he the problem because he himself was the problem or Nathaniel Hackett made him the problem? I don't know, but he was the biggest problem. That I guess... I still think if you could erase all the injuries or get average rust last year, I think you get more wins by erasing all the injuries. Really? I think that that, I think that that was worth three to four wins. And Russ, I guess, is probably right there, three wins. I was going to say, I disagree. I put Russ ahead, but that shows that if both of them there are you go. better. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. yeah. I mean, by your metrics, that's six to eight more yeah. wins. Now, and I guess nobody's going to have perfect health either. Of course. So you have to of factor course. in. They get one and a half back realistically. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, 20 is the best. That's a shame. 20 is the best so far. So far. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you know where this last one yeah. is going. SI.com has the Denver Broncos 30th. 30th out of 32 teams right now, after Sean Payton, after the free agency they've had, Sports Illustrated thinks the Broncos are the third worst team in the NFL, and that's nice compared to what their description is. <laughs> Let me read you what they say about this. He hits you hard and fast with this one, and it's Connor Orr who says this. People may disagree, but this felt like a bit of a lipstick on a pig offseason wow. for the Broncos. <laughs> wow. I have no problem at all with how they spent their money. Guard Ben Powers is 26 and played every snap in an incredibly demanding Ravens offense last year. Tackle Mike McGlinchey is 28. Edge rusher Zach Allen is 25 and could finally help the Broncos with their push to generate some consistent outside pressure. But were they really spend a ton of money to get back in this thing close last year? We're about to find out. Well, Connor... You're saying that, no, they, they weren't. I yeah. mean, now we're about to find out. You think, no, absolutely not. 30th is insane. <laughs> it is. The, the two teams they're ahead of, can you guess? Oh, Texans. Boom. They're 31. And uh, see, one of those NFC South teams would be tempting, but I don't think I'd mm, go there. Yeah, don't go there. Like, I think the Bears are terrible. They, I believe, but, are once, oh, they're a couple spots ahead of the Broncos. Okay. At a lot of spots ahead of the Broncos. Um, Bears are twenty third. The you were Cardinals? right. You were, uh, ding 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 there ding. We two go. for two, Henry. There Impressive. Yeah. Uh, and what's wrong with those teams? Well, the Cardinals have a new head coach. They don't have the quarterback yeah. probably for all of this season. Their roster isn't very good. They're trying to trade their best player. So kind of a lot of things yep. are wrong with their just uh, about everything. Didn't really. their owner? What what was the report about their owner? Oh, that came boy. out yesterday. Um, I mean, they charge their players for for food when yep. they're in the facility. He, did he find or suspended somebody? Uh, there was I, something with cheating or yeah. ethical stuffs. I mean, they're just everything about the Cardinals is an absolute shambles. And the Texans, they have a new head coach. They're going to be uh, with, with a rookie quarterback. Their organization has been in shambles for a couple of years now. I do think they're on the right track, but clearly they're starting from very, very low. So... That's those are the only two teams that the Broncos are better than, according to Sports Illustrated. That's it. That's crazy. Also, like th there were like three terrible things that happened with the Cardinals in the last few days because they're the Cardinals. Um, yep. One of them is that so Steve Wilkes has a lawsuit against the Cardinals mm. when the GM was suspended during 2018. Essentially, they just had like burner phones so they could communicate 
And wow, which like wow. how? Like, yeah, oh. I mean, yeah. Um, also, so Kaim had the DUI. Yep, and it was the owner who suspended him and fined him, and not the NFL. Mm. So that was another thing that came okay. out. And then uh, there's also like. I mean, all the like they're just gonna have to cut DeAndre Hopkins type stuff, which is yep, the yep. world ending for them in a whole other way. <laughs> yep. Gosh, just um, I, I would understand <laughs> at this point trading him for a second round pick. Like mm-hmm. when it when it came out, that's what they wanted. It makes sense. Just cutting him, man, that is tough. That's really tough. So Henry, Ed, Kale, if you don't mind pulling up that graphic again, the Broncos among national places. The highest they are is 20th, just outside the bottom 10. And the worst they are is 30th, the third worst team in the NFL. The Broncos don't even get into the teens in any of these rankings. And then you go to Vegas and they say (laughs) that they're tied for 8th through 11th and chances to win the Super Bowl. So a top 10 team in Vegas, borderline top 10 10. team. And then according to all these other places, it's crazy. And I totally understand the wide range. I just wish we would have seen this wide range on these power rankings as well. Does it change what the Broncos do? No, absolutely not. But Mm -hmm. it does show you that we have been very focused on what the Broncos have done. Either the the nation is sleeping on them or we're a little too high on all of these moves. Mm -hmm. Uh, And maybe also the national people just feel burned by the Broncos last year. You know what? We do too, but yeah. you can still view this through like logical eyes as well. So the Broncos have a, a chance to really blow the league away this year, yep. or bl- blow the nation away because people are sleeping on them again. I still thought that there would be one person who would like plant his flag and yep. nope, the Broncos are coming back. Yep. But there wasn't. Yep. And we saw that a lot last year. And maybe that's yeah. why people, not be. necessarily power rankings, but like national people really get behind the Broncos and just nope haven't yep in fact for a couple of years there were people that were really buying into drew Locke, mm-hmm. saying he was gonna you know be able to beat the chiefs back when he goes home to kansas city and and no mm-hmm. and if you want to watch these games you got to check out our friends over at game time and henry we've got a deal if you Ooh. download the game time app sign up for a new account and use the code dnvr when you sign up they're gonna give you 20 dollars off your first purchase this is the first time that we've had a discount with mm-hmm. game time and you're gonna want to take advantage of this for the nuggets playoffs for the avs playoffs nuggets yep. almost locked up the number one seed avs locked up a playoff spot last night and the nuggets obviously have locked up a playoff spot as well so you can guarantee a playoff berth for both of these teams. If you want to go to any of these games, use that code DNVR when you sign up over at Game Time. It is the fastest growing ticket app out there for a reason because they guarantee that they're going to give you the cheapest tickets. In fact, Henry, if you find a cheaper ticket on the open market for your section in your row, they're going to give you 110% back for your ticket. So they're going to give you even more money than what you paid for your ticket. That is their guarantee that you're going to get the best price out there for tickets. So check them out. Download the top-rated or download GameTime app. Go use that code DNVR, and they're going to give you $20 off your first purchase. And by the way, we've got a lot of thumbs up since I asked. So we really appreciate that. Thank you guys if you don't mind hitting us with a thumbs up just to make sure we get over 100 this one. That would be awesome. And Henry... Shall we talk to the people? We should. We uh, This was a little We Get Mad Wednesday. 
Uh-huh. We need the people to bring us down now. I forgot about We Get Mad I know, Wednesdays. I know. This would have been a great We Get Mad. That would have been. 30th? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that would have been fun. <laughs> uh, we got a comment coming in from J 72 says, Broncos 16 and beyond if Osweiler stays in Denver. Um, I mean, I was all aboard the hype train. You, I, I mean, again, like he's my guy. He's Montana. He like, really I, is your guy. You won't convince me that if he had stayed in Denver, that he wouldn't have been the quarterback for at least a few years. How crazy is it that the parting of Brock and the Broncos was probably really, really bad for both sides? Yeah, which is why I think everybody's shocked he did it. Like, yeah. I remember at the time when, like, he wasn't returning phone calls and that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, why would... Do you not realize how good you have it? Because I, I get that the Texans offered him more money, or must have, but yeah. it couldn't have been too much more. And just the crazy thing is it seems like it was two things. One, all about the money for Brock, because yep. I do think he was offered more to go to Houston. And two, he was just pissed at the Broncos for pulling him. Yep. Brock, you're... You're not Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning was that you didn't get benched for Trevor Simeon. Yeah. You didn't get benched for even Joe Flacco. I mean, you got benched for Peyton frickin' Manning. Yep. And it is crazy to see how bad the Broncos did after that, although Trevor Simeon did have a good 2016 season. I I, I will defend my guy Trev for that. Brock, a, abysmal mm-hmm. first year with the Texans, then traded with a second-round pick for his contract to be dumped it's crazy to see two things go so poorly and to think that they would have actually been better together, but I think yeah. they would have. Definitely. I mean, you just look. Uh, so so 2015, he's with the Broncos. 2016 with the Texans. Yeah. Again, so bad they dumped him after the first season, which is insane. Um, but with the Broncos, completed 62% of his passes, 59 for the Texans, yeah. uh, 10 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. 15 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. <laughs> yards per attempt from 7.2 to 5.8. Uh, the the yards per game, 245.9 to 197.1. Quarterback rating, 86 to 72. Like, everything about him got worse, which is, like, you feel bad for him. Like, you don't want to wish the worst for him, but he, he had it. He, he had it. He had the job. He could have followed up Peyton Manning after learning the system and yep. knowing the offense. Yep. He blew it. How old is Brock right now? He is currently 32. He could still be the quarterback. Not just that's wow. not crazy to say. He could be the quarterback for the next like five years too. Yeah, like definitely. comfortably the next five years. That is so wild. And also, Gary Kubiak, maybe still the head coach of the Broncos. M- 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 maybe not right now, but I think he would have been the head coach in 2017, probably 2018 as yeah. well, uh, because a. Big nine. I understand Gary had health reasons, but mm-hmm. behind the scenes, Gary Kubiak did not like Paxton Lynch. John Elway wanted Paxton Lynch to play. If Brock Osweiler stays, the Broncos aren't drafting Paxton Lynch. No. There is no Paxton Lynch. The Broncos probably wow. uh, make the playoffs in 2016, and then who knows what happens after that. The defense maybe d- doesn't fall off. I mean, the defense never really truly fell off, but it stays good. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, that is crazy, just how different things could be. But also, if that happens, maybe it's Peyton doesn't get put back in that 2015 season, and the Broncos mm-hmm. don't win a Super Bowl, but things are better since then. Could probably still take the Super Bowl. Absolutely. But again, I mean, Gary Kubiak's 61. Like, sure, the health issues, I don't know what went on Sean there. Sean Payton's 60. Exactly. About to be. Like, there's a real chance he is still around. <laughs> yeah. And you look at that 2016 draft, 
They take Paxton Lynch at 26. Pick 27 is Kenny Clark, who uh, I guess only two Pro Bowls. I would have thought more, but still would have been a pretty valuable yep. piece. And yep. it's not like he was the only option on the board either. So, yeah, that's a uh, John Elway <sighs> still the GM. Wow. I think so. I think John was uh, Joe Ellis kind of forced him, forced him out two years ago. That was only two years ago. It's crazy. Or maybe today we're talking about John Elway's real retirement. Wow, maybe. Like he's fully maybe. stepping down as general manager and just retiring. Or maybe Brock just goes crazy and is a Pro Bowl quarterback and yep. Brock is in the playoffs every year. And then he's able to bring free agents to town so John's wow. job is easy. Wouldn't that be nice? Man. All from one decision. Yeah, of Brock not picking up the phone. I just it makes you makes you wonder about the guy. Makes you wonder. It's like about how do Montana you not just pick people, up the right? phone? No, not Montana people. <laughs> it is crazy though. Like you pull up his uh, like sports reference page or whatever. Yeah, it's like Flathead High School. It's like, uh, wow. uh, you shouldn't. That that should not be a thing. <laughs> Flathead High School and NFL quarterback. They will not cross paths again. Were they your rival? The way you're talking they about They were double A. So they were one of the big schools. Oh, but that was like the okay. next town over. Okay. Yeah. But like my aunt was a choir teacher there. Um, Did she teach Brock? Was he singing? Or no, my aunt was at because they split. So that was, they opened a second high school in Kalispell, I think right after um, uh, Brock graduated. But then that high school coach... Who's now? He does the color for Montana Grizzly football broadcast. Wow, that was his high school coach too. Wow, you are speaking yeah, gibberish to me right now. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, man, I like that question. Going back in time yeah. and getting to talk about some Montana folk. Yeah, he's our best. Next one Emma on the Ryan website. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Man, what a comeback he's had. In, I know. In life, it's people it's, love it's him. Pretty cool. Yeah, who could have seen that coming? Yeah, seriously, what a comeback. Like, man. what if Jamarcus Rus- Russell just becomes like a well-liked TV personality? That would be wild. Yeah, <laughs> it would be insane. I haven't insane. heard of Jamarcus Russell for a long time. No, uh, he wrote that like uh, Players Tribune thing mm. a year ago. That was really good. Um, but yeah, that's it. Man. Otherwise, he barely exists. One of the last people. To get the rookie deal, yeah, was Matt Ryan? It would have been. Russell? I think Vaughn was the first year they didn't. Vaughn was the first year they didn't. Or maybe wow. he did get the. No, he didn't no, get the Vaughn big didn't. one. No, I think that must have been the first year they wow, didn't get so him. So Cam Newton really getting screwed there. Yeah, Dang. that would be rough. <laughs> I wonder what that cost him. Oh, uh, tens of millions. Yeah, it had to have. Yeah. All right, let's jump into the comments on the website. First one from Nash Broncos says, how many Facebook-based Broncos fans just found out LA hasn't been the GM for the first time? I don't dare venture to that dark place, but I imagine the comments are quite comical. Um, Maybe they'll find out in a couple of years that this news actually happened. Mm -hmm. So probably they're still waiting to find out, Nash Bronco. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) The Count says... Speaking of Montana people, it says mm-hmm. it's evident in my Twitter mentions how quickly people forget about Kubiak and his masterful move of benching Peyton yep. freaking Manning and inserting him. I don't mean it like that at the exact <laughs> right time, despite popular opinion, perhaps dictating otherwise love the count. And yeah, it, it's a fantastic point. Mm-hmm. The count is just it's the best coaching job that, that I've ever seen. Not just what he did, but. Then you put the extra fact of he's dealing with Peyton Manning and having mm-hmm. to tell Peyton Manning, you need to sit, and then you need to sit again, and you need to sit again, and then inserting him just at the right moment in yep. that playoff or in that Week 17 game. It's crazy. And uh, so Cam Newton, number one pick, 2011. 
four-year, $22 million contract. Not, not too shabby. Nope. Vaughn was second, four-year, $21 million contract. Okay. okay. The year before, in 2010, uh, Sam Bradford's the first overall yes, pick. that's who it was. He actually got a six-year, $78 million contract. Oh, $56 million uh-huh. difference. Number two pick was Indomitian Sue. Uh, so comparable to Vaughn. Because, yeah. again, like it's not yeah. slotted at that point. You negotiate right. defensive line. A little bit less valuable, but yep. if anything. Yep. But uh, five years, $63 million. Wow. So literally a third. Yeah. Jeez. That would be terrible. <laughs> that And that's just money that you never make back. No. That's just gone. Dang. That, well, I guess Vaughn's now gotten $200 million contract. He's so doing I feel fine. a little bit less bad for him. Feel more bad for Cam Newton. Still True. not too bad. Yeah, he did not, well. Not too bad, but, but man, Cam is like oof. trying to throw at Auburn's pro day to get a uh-huh. spot back. He's making some cringy videos about how there's 32 quarterbacks better than him, and he doesn't believe it. Yeah, I don't feel too bad for him. Briz Baby says, hey, guys, your debates last week about defining all-time greats and their difference from Hall of Famers reminded me of what we have here in the Rugby League in Australia. The National Rugby League, or NRL, doesn't have a Hall of Fame. Instead, our greatest players are given the title as immortal and are simply defined as being the greatest ever. (laughs) Although there are no set criteria, it is widely considered that to become an immortal, you need to be the greatest player of your generation. Revolutionize your position, change the game, and or had a lasting impact on the game beyond your playing career. And the NRL's 115-year history, only 13 players have been awarded the title of immortal, making it different from the Hall of Fame, which inducts players every year. So which Broncos, if any, would you think would be classified to be an NFL immortal by fulfilling these criteria and being one of the top 13 players of all time? The obvious options are John Elway or Peyton Manning, but would you consider them to be within the top 13 players of all time? Hope this sparks some debate. Cheers again, Briz Baby. And uh, he says, to answer my my own question, Riley Dixon is the obvious candidate here. We need to normalize punters as lap talk backgrounds. Hashtag punters wow. are people too. Wow. wow. I didn't think I'd get a Riley Dixon argument to be in the top 13 players of all time. No, but I'm gonna definitely have to say not. I disagree. I will also disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I will strongly disagree. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, like, the thing about that criteria is that it's all it's not just, like, who was the best. There is, like, the impact on the game. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that means John Elway has, like, some case. Like, just because he was such an icon, okay. you know, he's the first quarterback to be... Because I'm, I'm pretty sure he was he played running back in high school and then mm. moved on to... Oh, I should know these names. But his dad started coaching at a high school yeah. in, in California, and, and the coach who ran that wound up being, like, one of the forefathers of the Air Coriel offense, potentially. One okay. of them, but, but basically the earliest version of the spread. And so nobody at that time was throwing the ball around. It's all just, like, smash-mouth, powerful football. Right. And so Elway gets there, and they wind up saying, like, hey... You should be a quarterback. And he's like, wait, what? Mm. And so they make him a quarterback. Dang. But the, he was at the forefront of like quarterbacks being like the cool guy who throws the ball around everywhere. Yeah. So oh, if he had like an early Super Bowl or earlier success, it's tough to argue for him to be top 13 all time. But I think it's easier to make an argument for Peyton Manning. It because speaking is. of like revolutionizing the game. No quarterback's done what Peyton has in it's terms true. of manipulating defenses and changing yep. plays and audibles in Omaha's yep. on the offensive line. Uh, and then just also five MVPs. No one's done that before. So he mm-hmm. has the most MVPs. You can say that he had a, a massive impact on the game from, from the position. Now, 
the tough thing about this, I think mm. for this conversation, you'd honestly have to have two sets of immortals. Yeah. 13 quarterback immortals, maybe you'd make that list six or something, and then 13 other position, because I, I don't know about rugby, but I there's no other position mm -hmm. in, in the sports that I know that has as much impact as quarterback. So if you're doing this in terms of an impact in the game and good, and you're only having 13, 10 of them are quarterbacks, mm -hmm. uh, seven of them, eight of them are quarterbacks. And I certainly think that Probably you has know, to be. definitely the top five quarterbacks are all time uh, or of all time would be in there. And I think Peyton and John would be there. I think Peyton would be, would be ahead of him, but I certainly think Peyton would have to be in this. He'd be close. I mean, we're talking top 13, most impactful all time. Like, Jerry Rice is in there. Lawrence Taylor's in there. Uh-huh. Um, Aaron Donald, probably. Aaron Donald probably is. Like, then you have, like, Tom Brady has to be in Without there. Without a doubt. It's like, Joe Montana, Joe Montana probably, probably has to be in there. See, I think Peyton has to be in there. I think so, too. There might be more of a conversation with John, yep. but, like, in terms of 13. We're down to eight spots, though. It's like Barry Sanders. Yep. Yep. Like, I mean, now you're down choose, to seven spots. Choose a running back. Yeah, I think that because you know, do you put Jim Brown in there? Do you, totally. Do, do you yeah. Put, uh, other guys in there. Yeah. Um. Then like, do you have like a Dick Butkus type or something like that? Right. Yep. Yeah, you got to have some offensive and defensive linemen too. You would think. I guess we've already put a defensive lineman in there. Yeah. Um. Who's the greatest offensive lineman ever? That's a good question. I don't even know. I mean, it's probably too recent but i mean joe thomas was just so freaking good he was i mean yeah um, that's a first ballot hall of famer yeah i mean so so what you'd be doing is you'd be taking the what do we say there were 80 first ballot hall of famers and yeah. narrowing it down to 13 i school they have bruce matthews that's a as, big name as what uh his oh, name is the, the first that pops lineman. up yeah gotcha gotcha, gotcha. You got like forrest gregg chris allen jr man i mean that's pretty cool to have something called an immortal yeah. That's even a cooler title it's than a good Hall name. of Fame. Reminds me of Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, right, That's what that right. sounds like to me. It reminds <laughs> me of something way more than yeah. just uh, a sport. Definitely. Absolutely. Who's the biggest, who's the best name we've left out? I mean, it, and that's probably just so difficult. It is. Right there. Anthony, Anthony Munez yeah. uh, coming in, or Munoz coming in from Jose. Um, like, man, someone's Randy saying Randy Moss even? Von Miller's name's thrown up. Von's not that. Yeah, I mean Randy Moss, um, but you already have Jerry. Like, how many, how many positions get multiple players in outside a quarterback? Not a lot. No, not a lot. Is Justin Tucker in there? Whoa. No, because he's a kicker. Yeah, and, he can't be. Yeah, no. Von um, is nineteenth all time in sacks, which is interesting. Yeah, so not even close. Yeah, it, to being in a. I mean, yeah, probably. Man, I like this. I really like that you brought this up, and uh, I've loved this pod, Henry. Yeah, it was and a good one. I hope. Well, well no, you're 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 gone. What a good pod to end yeah, the week on. That is Enjoy true. Enjoy San Diego. I hope your semi home is still there when you yep. come back, and we will see you next week, Monday. Monday, when more off season talk will continue. But stick around for the end of this week. I'm having Andre Simone on our draft guy. I don't know much about this draft. Andre's going to teach us everything about it tomorrow, and then Ryan will be back on Friday. So stick around for the rest of this week. Henry, have a great weekend and trip. Primetime? Oh. I mean, he's the best cornerback of all time. You know Ryan would have brought him up right yep. away. I mean, best cornerback of all time. And Plus, he did other things. Exactly. And the icon, he's got to be in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Man, that's yeah, he probably does have to be in there. Probably does. And a good nickname. Great nickname. Can we call him Primetime? Doesn't have to be Coach Prime since we're talking about the player. I'm I have no idea. (laughs) All I know is I'm never going to get to talk to him. Uh, That is very true. And if you do, call him Coach (laughs) Prime. Not anything else. Mr. D. Oh, yikes. Big D. You might not. Oh, Big D. <laughs> wow. You might not be coming back from San Diego if you call him that. Maybe not. Enjoy the sun. Oh, also, Alex Singleton in town? Now? I think he, no, he gets in a few days. Yeah. He sent He sent out that warning. What was it? Did you not see that? No. In the Twitter DMs? No. What was it? Oh, wow. <laughs> Is that well, something oh. we have to talk about after the show? No, he basically just said like, "Hey, heads up to Henry. I'm I'm getting to town this weekend." Oh, I said, "Well, I'm gonna be in San Diego," and he said, "That's why you're leaving. You're coming back, I'm sure." And I said, "Wow, you better hope not." Oh, wow, (laughs) Henry going back at it. Yeah, so I might be in trouble when I get back. Yeah, I think you maybe just extend your trip. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Good luck. Well, I hope I see you Monday. Uh, Me too. Enjoy the beach. Oh, I will. And we'll see you tomorrow on the DNVR Broncos podcast. No.